Hi, welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Katherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co-host. I'm Jenna Korzynski, empathic intuitive healer and medium. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a huge part of that process. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Today's topic is putting yourself first, making yourself a priority, and why that isn't selfish. Yeah. Says Catherine as she juggles three children and 17 dogs and a household. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I got to tell you this. um, Let's talk a little bit. This is going to be a Let's just throw in whatever comes up. Jenna, this is my therapy hour. Um, down I have for realized that. A, I'm down for that. Thank you. I have realized a couple of things in the last few weeks. So for those of you who don't know, my husband is – I almost said husband. My husband is military, and he is currently mm. in a school, which means that he travels to a hotel, stays there. He's about two hours away or so. Which isn't that far, but he's not allowed to come home nightly because that would be too far of a drive like every night, right? And then he's also, because of stupid COVID, he has restrictions on if he can come home, he doesn't know until each weekend. Typically, he can come home and he has probably about 50-50 of the weekends. But anyway, as most of you also know, we are in the process of cleaning our house out and getting ready to sell it to move to upstate New York from Virginia Beach. And on top of that, We just lost our nanny, which is a different story in and of itself. That's not appropriate for our show's content. Um, We just lost our nanny. We have a, a, I almost said live-in roommate, but that is a roommate, yeah? So we have a roommate (laughs) who is the, um, the boyfriend of a dear friend of mine, and he has been so beyond helpful with the kids, but... It's still not the same as having your partner there, right? So it has been chaos. And Mike, coming home on the weekends and then leaving throws the boys into like an emotional tailspin, right? And then at the end of every weekend, I'm sure most of you can resonate with this. We get a little pissy with each other because we know the end is there, right? So he's got to go back to work. I've got to typically hop back on here to record with you, which always makes him leaving easier and better because I have this outlet. But now not having the nanny, we have this move in our hands. We've had a couple of curveballs thrown at us. And my youngest is 12 weeks old. He's somewhere in there. Third child. (laughs) Hashtag third one. Um, He's teeny tiny still. And my, my middle child is taking on a lot of regressive kind of behaviors and throwing himself into the middle of everything and trying to... I don't know, just act up just to get some level of attention. And then my oldest is, he's an emotional character to begin with, but it's a lot. And I don't care how much you love your children and how much you love what you do. Sometimes too much is too much. So I I made a TikTok earlier this weekend about losing my planner 
and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I just wanted to catch up on some work stuff. And I thought, I have this journaling. You guys have heard Tracy Holmeyer on the show, episode 15, talking about domestic violence and taking care of yourself. And I'm taking a a breathwork class with her right now, actually. It's six weeks long, and I'm behind on our journaling exercises. And I kept thinking, I just need to journal. I just need to journal. I just need to journal. Lost my planner. The only thing that I was going to do before journaling. And it forced me to sit down and do it. And I knew that spirit would show me where my journal was after I did at least a couple of those entries. And do you know that first entry that, well, it was the second one, but the first one that really resonated with me was what are you holding yourself back from allowing the universe to give to you? Like peace, peace. And at the same time this morning, a praying mantis was sitting on the window screen staring at me. I looked up what that meant. It means be still in your mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, what I like to call a spiritual slap in the face. Yes, it is, isn't it? It is. So <laughs> you guys, if you're losing a lot of things, pay attention to what you're losing. Like we lost the remote for like three weeks. The boys were watching way too much TV. That remote disappeared. Cool. We're outside. Let's do this. I've been saying, I've been told by multiple psychics, I'm pretty sure Jenna included, that I need to slow down after Mike leaves and try not to take on everything I was taking on. I lost my planner. I lost my childcare. I have to slow down. Yeah. That's the way that it is. She, I just like to point out that she says in one breath, I have to slow down. But the breath before that was, I opened up my calendar so that I have open availability. <laughs> Whoa, sister. Whoa, sister. Ooh, yeah. I'm like, how about you put a little cushion around that for yourself? We can set I what our availability that, is. I? Put some cushion around yeah. those openings so that if someone does book with you, you don't have like back to back to back to back and then go, oh, you know, mm-hmm. so. There's an hour padding between each one right now. And I'm only available for four hours of work a day. And I actually think I'm going to cut that down to three, possibly two, because it's just hard. And it's I I get selfish on that. And I think about how much I can get done. And I forget sometimes that focusing on how much I can get done doesn't necessarily mean that I'm giving my kids the time that they need as well, which comes back then to what? us because then we're hard on ourselves for not giving them the time that they need to it's a cycle definitely because then it comes back around through their behaviors or yes whatever you know or whatever something happened yeah or whatever because they're yeah oh you broke up there for a second there what um their behavior is okay, but one of them yeah. ends up sick and you have like this packed schedule. Am I breaking up? Nope, not anymore. Yeah, yeah um, it's definitely necessary. You're talking about losing things. and for- Oh, yeah. So you were talking about losing things. And for me, I don't necessarily lose things, but my body reacts. So you do. I will get sick in some capacity. It actually just happened to me last week. Nonstop, go 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 for like three weeks straight with no breaks and doing a lot. I'm a mom house. <laughs> I direct a daycare center. I'm homeschooling my second grader. I'm a dance instructor and dance just up again. 
Um, I'm a psychic medium, so I'm doing readings. I'm intuitive. I'm teaching people how to develop their intuition. Um, Saturday morning, I woke up with the worst migraine. It was awful. And I don't get migraines. And I knew, I knew it was not, it was not that I was ill. It was that I was having like an energetic shutdown, little uh, psychic attack, if you will, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Um, But that's, so when we talk about putting ourselves first, that's something that I feel like needs to be explained too. So like, I just hopped on here and Jenna went, oh, your hair is so dark. Yeah, I got my hair done, but you know what? That doesn't count as self-care. It's part of it, but that's surface self-care. That does not count. It's good to get out, but I mean like the deep stuff, the big stuff, like going to bed early, taking physical care of yourself. The, like the beauty is important. It obviously is. Like that's my release and that sort of thing. But like the day-to-day, the journaling, that had to get done. That is something that makes me so sad that I hear from so many women is when for your and I, I like I shower or I went to Target for twenty minutes and I'm like yes. that's that's not self care though that's what not were you doing at Target really, too truly yeah exactly buying things for your family <laughs> right. Okay, so you got a cup of coffee to walk around and get those things for your family, but that is not self-care. Right. So prioritize. Um, Obviously, that looks different for everyone. I know if my kids fall asleep in the car, I take that as a gift if all three of them are sleeping, and I will go get a cup of coffee, and I'll drive around, and I'll I'll let myself think and get carried away and or just completely shut off. It's almost like a meditation, really. Just let yourself get lost in the peace and the quiet. That that's taking care of yourself too. Like allowing yourself to check in in that moment and say, How am I feeling today? Have I taken a breath? Am I breathing to nourish or am I breathing to like comfort myself and and really breathing to to live or breathing to nourish you know what i mean you know the difference because you meditate i got the blah blahs absolutely yeah well for anyone that doesn't know the difference though if you are just breathing to live you know you're not feeling that breath it's just coming and going if you are breathing to really reset your energy you are taking that breath all the way in and all the way all the way back out i think you said yep and expanding yep. and then, yeah. Releasing it. I'm filling in your blanks because you're breaking up again. Have you been having a lot of problems with technology? So many problems with technology. So many like problems. Like more than usual? Including right now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Same, same, yeah. same. Um, okay. So breathing all the way out. When you do that, this is the way I like to explain it to anyone who feels like If you take a really deep breath, you breathe it all the way in and you breathe it all the way out, I want you to almost like feel it crumples your body over and imagine like that toothpaste tube when you're rolling it to get that last little bit out and you got to squeeze it out. Imagine you're rolling that toothpaste tube and you have to take that last little, excuse my breathing into the mic like this. It's so unforgivable in my sound sensitive mind, but that, that (sighs) then allow that to go all the way out. So 
don't inhale anymore, but exhale as much as you can and then push a little bit more out and you're going to really feel that difference. You got to get all of that old stale air out and bring in fresh air. You can feel the difference too when you do that and when you kind of do it, you know, if you're like halfway Mm -hmm. doing it, (laughs) you can definitely feel the difference. Um, It's funny. If you would have asked me like a year ago, like what does self-care look like for you? I would have been like, uh, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think it, it, people need to understand it starts with checking in with yourself. What do I need in this moment? What do I need? Not just don't, how many parents do you hear say, I just need a quiet freaking moment. Okay. Now, which granted, you have your quiet moment. What are you doing with it? Are you breathing deeply? Are you connecting with a friend you haven't spoken to in a while? Are you connecting with that friend and talking about what's on your mind and not just helping them with their problems? I mean, what are you doing? You you steal that quiet moment. Be very intentional with it. Because a lot of people don't think that they have any sort of peaceful, free time. Even today, the boys were running their trucks like up and down the floors across and back Mm -hmm. and forth across and back and forth and just that noise over and over and over and I I think you're the same that I am with that when a noise is like repetitive and you're already stressed out does it trigger you yeah me too so absolutely and it's back and forth and back and forth and I can feel Mike's anxiety over being home and knowing he has to leave and every time he comes back from his week away more stuff is boxed up. So I know that's emotionally very challenging for him. And I can't imagine like watching your family slowly pack up and go, but it's kind of like a military vice versa, right? Because, or like turning the tables because typically we watch them take all of their stuff and go. So anyway, the boys are flipping with all this noise and I, I was flipping. I flipped out and I finally, I said, just go outside with those. Go outside. It's finally not raining today. Go outside. And when they hop out there and they close the door, I did that deep exhale. And I said, oh, my God, do you hear that? That's your peace. That's your peace, Mike. Just be aware of it. And about five seconds later, they went tearing back through the door into the house loud as ever. And it was interesting because I, I noticed that my reaction, I had already sighed. I already breathed into it. I recognized that as maybe 30 seconds of the most perfect peace that I needed. And I just acknowledged it. Sometimes those 30 seconds are all you get and you have to acknowledge them. And then through the day, you get more and more chunks of five seconds, 30 seconds, whatever it is. And you string those together if you need to. Whereas Mike's reaction was, "Ugh, they're already back in here. And yeah, I mean, I get that. But acknowledge the peace that you had. Take it. Yeah. Yeah. It tried to truly reset. Like you, you, because otherwise it will just build and continue mm-hmm. to build. You are the ticking time bomb that we, the ticking time bomb of, of what? Oh, that we become if we don't release and let things um, get the reset in, you know? So we become that ticking time bomb because we're not truly resetting ourselves. We're just kind of going like, okay, I took a breath. Oh, now I'm back into it. Just like yeah. you said. And it's like, oh, here they come again. You know, it's like, no, mm-hmm. the reset, the point of the reset is to feel refreshed. Refreshed. Yeah. Yeah. Accumulate new energy. 
You know what? I remember reading somewhere a long time ago that when you sigh a lot, that's an, an indicator of unhappiness, of not being like satisfied in your life. And I think about, I remember reading that and realizing how much I would go, ah, throughout my day, I did it so much. I don't do that anymore. I mean, sometimes I'm a mother of three and I fly solo a lot. I sigh, but <laughs> I don't do it nearly as much as I used to. I was, I was just going to say, I sigh a lot, but it's only when I'm with my kids a lot. Like, <laughs> that's terrible. Love them. <laughs> yeah. Something can simultaneous, ex- simultaneously exhaust you and fill your cup all at the same time, right? Look at look at fucking marathon runners, those crazy asses. Like, it's exhausting and it makes them happy. That's <laughs> more power to them. I will cheer you on. Woo! Right. <laughs> Exercise is also a very important self-care regimen, but we'll touch on that at another time. <laughs> See, but you're right, because so that's one thing. I didn't have, have my dancing for six months. I didn't have it. I do it as a job. It's a release for me. Yeah. And I couldn't bring myself to dance um, because I, I was so obsessed with dance, like, in the studio. Um, and I didn't realize, like, how much I needed it until I was back there and moving and shaking again. So, yeah. Yeah, that physical is so important. You just have to find what it is that works for you because like to dance, somebody's chasing me, like what's happening? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You said like you're not going to run unless somebody's chasing you. Right, yes. (laughs) Oh my God, this is so funny with the sound breaking up. It's like having having your co-host also be psychic. It's not that bad because I can just keep filling in the blanks for you. No, I don't know what's happening with my interwebs here. <laughs> Next time she cuts out, I'm going to be like, you said I am the best in the entire world. I am so wonderful. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. Thank you. You're beautiful, too. Um, I had something important to say, but it left me in my silly rant. Um. Okay, so exercise. Back to that. I just said today I need to get back to exercising. I said, I need to start that lift for beach body program again and start lifting. Cause every time I try to do something with like dancing and like jumping around or like excessive cardio, I quit so fast. So fast. Don't make me sweat. Yeah. What about yoga? Do you like yoga? I do like yoga. This is where I'm going to be really honest. I need to exercise in the morning. Do it. Do it. Because if I don't exercise in the morning, by the time it gets to dinner time, if I'm going to exercise after I put the kids to bed, at that point, I would already rather have a glass of wine. So the exercise <laughs> isn't happening. Wine or exercise? Winer size? Is that exercise. a thing? Winer size? You know, <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be, but oof. I just, I just don't want to anymore. So it is, I have to get up in the morning and do it. And I think that once Connor's sleep schedule is more predictable, I'll be able to do that. I mean, he's got to be getting there, right? He's 12. He's doubled his baby, his birth weight. He's like a bohemist. He needs 
He just, okay, the other two had terrible acid reflux, so they got rice in their cereal. So I think they were more full, so they slept longer. That's probably what it was because he they didn't got, have that. Uh, they got rice in their cereal or they got rice cereal in their bottle. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> got you, got you. We need to interpret one another sometimes. <laughs> Fine. Isn't it hard You're to getting believe? my like robotic in and out. Yeah. <laughs> You're connecting my dots. <laughs> I just um <laughs> I find it so hard to believe that we've really only known each other for just over a year. Ah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It Isn't doesn't it? feel that way at all. Like people say soul sisters, I'm like, oh yeah, I got one of those. I got a couple of them actually, but <laughs> definitely have one in you. <laughs> no one else understands us, but we've got it. <laughs> Oh, People right are down. like, I love the podcast. I'm like, which one word did you love? Because I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Really, though, you guys, at the end of the day, when you go to sit down and you you look at, and I am so guilty of this, I look at Netflix, I look at my journal, and I look at Netflix and I'm like, oh, Shit's Creek and a lot of laughs. Or deep shadow work and that journal there that's saying something about you got this day with a latte girlfriend on the front. And then it wants you to like divulge your deepest innermost secrets to the inside. And then there's Shit's Creek with a good laugh. Like it's it's an easy decision to just go with the laughter or to scroll, scroll, scroll. Take those five minutes and journal. Yeah. Or breathe. Yes. Intentionally. Absolutely. Yeah, Meditate. put on some binaural beats and chill out, zen out for a minute. I find I sleep better, though, when I get my stuff out. Like if I do some breathing or meditation or journaling, I feel like I sleep better than if I'm like scrolling TikTok for 20 years. Because, you know, those one minute videos turn into <laughs> the longest you know, scroll fest of your life. Someone told me that there is a timer on there and TikTok will eventually tell you to go do something else. Okay, well, I haven't made it that far, so I guess I'm doing okay. And this isn't like someone told me and it was really me. It really was a a very close friend of mine. I will not say who, but (laughs) I'll tell you later. No, um, (laughs) it's crazy to me. That's crazy. I know. A lot of people set um, timers on social media apps, though, to kick you off after a certain amount of time, and I think that's a really good idea. I will say I've gotten to a point where on the weekends, if I get a message work-related, I don't always answer it, and that's prioritizing myself as well. You don't have to answer it right away. That's like the best lesson you can possibly learn about social media and texting and phone calls. And and work. Like, that was so... Actually, that was like one of my biggest lessons learned. So I, um, before I was with the daycare center that I'm with now, um, I was with another center, but I was running everything. So I was like, I ran everything for the owner. So I did every single piece of the operations for that particular center. So I was bringing work home every single night. Um, and then with managing staff, you know, I was getting messages late at night, parents getting messages late at night. I would not shut down my work day until 1130, 12 o'clock at night. 
um, when I had my son, I realized like, no, 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 I cannot be doing this because I cannot be bringing this work home and bringing that stress with me. I needed to be calm and present for him. Um, so when I had my son, I made an agreement to myself that I was going to take my work email off of my phone and that I was not going to bring work home. Obviously I would hear from my employees from time to time if they needed like a coverage for a shift a shift coverage or whatever. Um, but beyond that, I do not respond to parents outside of my work hours. I do not respond to work emails outside of my work hours. Now, now that I'm running my own business, things are a little bit different. Um, Mm -hmm. but I still try to set boundaries for myself, like past a certain time. I say, Nope. Right. Right. I can get back to you within 24 hours and that's okay. And that's worth saying too, that like, if it's a message on Instagram asking me to talk to their great, great long lost cousin Ishmael from their dad's side's cousin's second dead aunt's twice thousands of times removed, but it's an emergency. <laughs> Not answering that right away. <laughs> if you're it part of like happen right now. Did that happen right now? No, I said it must happen right oh, now. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's it's just so pressing. But so um, I can't believe my baby doesn't wake up. Like he's literally for those of you who no one can see. For those of you who can't see, like everybody, <laughs> he's literally like I can touch his bassinet from where I am, and the little shit is fast asleep with my loud ass voice over here. So anyway, <laughs> if it's like a coaching client or something, yes, I will answer that within a few hours for the most part. And I have told and Jenna, you've worked with me before too. I I say if I don't answer, send it again because. I started to and forgot. Like, please do that. Yeah. So yeah, if it's important, that's yeah, definitely we're there for a you. thing. Yeah, or we're psychic, so we respond in our head, thinking that you're just going to get it, and you might not. <laughs> so when yeah, when I was a kid, my mom would always say, "Oh, I thought I told you. Maybe I told your sister," and it would drive me crazy. We don't even look the same. You didn't tell me. You told my sister. I don't just happen to know it because you told her. And now I find myself every day. I don't remember if I told you or if I told Laura, but one of you just started telling the other everything because I can't keep up. I get it now. Yeah. Mom brain. <laughs> yes. It is definitely a thing for sure. What else do you do for self-care though? Like I, I'm with you on the long drives. A long drive and some music is my jam. Um, I like to dance it out. What else do you do? I drink heavily. I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. That's not actually funny. I'm so sorry. Um, it might be a little bit funny to some people. You are my people. Um, no, <laughs> I I should journal more. I do like lately. I don't think I've done very much for self care. I am taking a six week course with Tracy Holmeyer, who I, um, you should check out episode 15 with her, but I'm taking a six week course. It's called reclamation time. And it's about reclaiming yourself and learning to connect with like your inner peace again. And, and really, um, breathing it's learning how to breathe, which sounds so stupid, but we all need to learn how to breathe better. And, uh, this week's assignment, yeah. we're breathing five times in the morning and five times before bed, like an inhale through the nose and your exhale has to be longer out through the mouth. And truth, last week was my first session and I missed the live and had to go to the recording because I didn't put myself first. 
I could have. And I did not put myself first. Was it a shit show day? Absolutely. But I still could have been there and I just chose not to. I may have fallen asleep on the call, but I still could have showed up. So you got to put yourself first. (laughs) Yes. Well, that was, I mean, we were supposed to record yesterday and I had a crazy weekend and I was like, homegirl, it's five o'clock. By the time we get to recording, I might be asleep. But I was feeling guilty about it. So I was like, well, I'll let you know. And Catherine was like, no, just go to sleep. It's okay. It's okay. And yeah. it was. It was okay. It was and then okay. by the same token, I went to record with our guest. We had to reschedule. Again, this has happened a couple times lately. But we had to reschedule because I picked up, I opened up Skype to record. And instantly... My three-year-old, it was like as soon as I hit that S on my computer, he was screaming for me. Mom! Mm. And I had told her, I said, look, this is just what's going on. I'm sorry. And for the most part, people are human about it, right? Like, we're here to talk to the people who understand that life. It's what it is. I've had to hang up on a reading recently, which was actually like a story in and of itself. But sometimes big things happen and you have to learn where your priorities lie. And that is something that I I learned with uh, my old job waiting tables. And that sounds so silly, but you're talking about how people would get after you at all hours of the day when you were running that childcare center. Mm -hmm. I would get messages about covering shifts from the boss or from one of the managers that made it seem so freaking dire. And I felt like always felt I was letting someone down because I know what it's like to run short staffed. It's It can be so difficult, right? So I would show up. Plus, I, I wanted the money. I needed the money. Of course, I'd show up. And in doing that, I would say no thank you to spending time with family instead, right? So now if something happens where I need to hang up on a call, you you bet you will be compensated if anything like that ever happens. Most of the time, people end up with like a free reading or like extra time or a coupon for later on top of making up for the call. But you you have to put yourself first. If you're not the yeah. CEO and owner of the company calling yourself to check in, you don't owe anybody anything unless it is life-saving. Step away. Choose your priorities, and you are the top of that. And don't tell me that you don't have time or that you don't have a choice, and this is where you are. You're stuck in this job because you don't want to stop right there. You don't want to do differently. You're choosing it. Right. This is not. Even if you feel like, well, I've been a teacher for 20 years, and I'm just stuck here because I need to retire, and this is just what I have to do. False. That's what you're choosing. It may not seem like a choice to you, but you're choosing it. So stop with with the shit about being stuck. Put yourself first and do what fills your cup. Yes. And if you truly think about it, like, did we even put ourselves there or did society put us there? That's not really our choice, I don't feel. I feel like this is society driven. Like we are forced into these like scheduled bubbles of this is what, you know, a schedule looks like. And this is um, 
like what you have to do to succeed. And that is kind of answering to the demands of others and making sure that you are present and that you're putting your best foot forward in your job and leaving your worries at the door. And I could go on and on and on about all of these different things that society tells us we have to do. Um, but is that what we really want or that's just what we're programmed to believe? And let me tell you, I think for myself and for probably a lot of people, um, the pandemic was that kind of slapped us in the face with like, oh, we we don't really need to do all of this. This is just what we've been told we need to do all this time. And you saw those people that, we're like, no, my family is a priority. And then you also saw those people that were like, no, my career is a priority and this yeah. is it. And it was, uh, you could see that divide for a, a little while, especially in the profession that I work in. You could see that that divide. And then the people that were kind of stuck in the middle where they were like, which which is the right choice, you right. know? And you can always choose again, too. I think that's something I'm starting yes. to learn is that you can always choose again. Um, yeah. Speaking of not knowing that it's that you have the choice sometimes, can we and if if I'm being too personal, then I'm so sorry. But when this pandemic hit and you start you hit a point where you had a little bit of a freak out over losing income. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. And I literally had to like you should have had a V8 flick you on the forehead and be like. You're a psychic and you have the ability to work from home and make way more money than you're doing right now. Why are you worried? And it was like this, like, uh, oh, um, oh, shit. Right. So for I mean, it, it can be right there in front of our faces and we don't see it. We just don't Absolutely. see it. Absolutely. Because fear is yeah. so easy to let fear creep in. But don't I hope people don't hear that and think like, well, I don't have a special gift, so I can't do that. Yeah, no, you can. It just doesn't look like this. It looks like something different for you. Right. So do it. So I I run a um a Facebook group, a membership group called Dancing with Your Soul. And every day I pull a card for um my soul members my soul sisters and um (laughs) and we kind of like I just jam on whatever that card is and this past week passion and purpose just keeps slapping us across the face I said I, I call it a spiritual slap in the face and this is what's been happening and it's so interesting because this group of women um, that I have together are all kind of struggling with the same thing like oh I used to love my job and now it causes me so much grief and I don't feel that this is my purpose but I don't know what to do so what I do is you know I feel into the card intuitively I give them the intuitive message I tell them how they can meditate on it. And then um, I give them a journal prompt. And so what we're doing is we're kind of really taking a deeper look at, at like what's coming up for you. What were your passions when you were a child? And a lot of times that's where we find it. That's where we find it is like, what drove you when you were a kid? What were you like? Oh, I want to do this. Like maybe you wanted to paint pictures all the time. Maybe you wanted to be next to your mom in the kitchen cooking for family or whatever it is. Maybe you love singing at the top of your lungs in the shower or entertaining people or telling jokes or 
whatever it is. We have so many platforms right now that we can take those passions and those little talents or whatever and flip them into something that's a gold mine. It's just we have to put the work in. It doesn't just happen. It just happen. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. You guys go to what it was what is the name of your group again? Um, it's called Dancing with Your Soul. I'm like, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's on your website though, you can get to it from there. Yeah, so you can um subscribe to it. It's um five days for one dollar if you want to just check it out and see if it's something for you. <laughs> But man, I made some fast, I made some fast best friends because we were all like, oh, we're all in the same boat together. Who's got the pedals? Who the F knows? But let's figure this out. Yeah, that's incredible. (laughs) That really is. That's incredible. I think everyone needs to take that deep dive and that's what self-care really is. And there's, you know, I want to wrap on this too. I was doing a reading earlier this week. um, The one that I had to make up for because I had to hang up on in the middle of the call, mm-hmm. but, um, I was doing that reading and we were talking about how everything is connected to everything else. So she was feeling like her self-worth was an issue and she was feeling like her business wasn't going where she wanted it to, but that all circled back to not to like her perfectionism and not being happy with her own personal self. And she said, so because I don't really like myself that much, then nothing else is going to work in my life. Yup. That's exactly what it is. You have to fix. If one area is wrong in your life, the rest of it will fall out of place as well. You have to handle everything or it just, it turns into a mess. You have to like, you are as strong as your weakest link. That is a completely true statement. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was going to say something and it left my mind. So poof, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Poof, poof. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, all in all, friends, take some time for yourself. Even if it's five minutes to take a walk outside and check in mentally with you. Go out with your girlfriend. Someone can watch your kids for an hour or two. It's real. You have the choice in the matter. You are never stuck. And if you need help busting through those limiting patterns and beliefs, people like Jenna and I are here to help with that. So come talk to us. That's about it. Also, if you have a scary story, since it is spooky season, um, if you have a scary story, then please send it either to our podcast email that is linked below or send it to Jenna or myself doesn't matter just get it to one of us because we want to hear those stories and we are slowly as time permits going to start just dropping spooky stories on you guys throughout the weeks leading up until halloween okay also if you have pictures of your pets dressed up as anything please send those too not for any reason in particular just because that really makes me happy we'll put you on our pages you can send you can send Catherine the pets and you can send me the cute children because I like the babies and yeah, she I don't want to see pets. your kids. I just <laughs> she's she's got enough of those. I say that as I'm feeding my child during this recording. I like you better finish up eating so I can go self care that cake that's sitting on my dresser into my face at the end of this. 
So it's, Wait, did you just say cake sitting on your dresser? Hold on, hold on, hold the phone, Chuck. Did you say there's cake on your dresser? <laughs> there may be a piece of cake waiting for me, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Is Kelly going to be disappointed about that? Because, you know, in my house, we were not allowed to have food in the bedrooms. <laughs> um, I uh, eat in bed a lot. <laughs> Mike gets really I mad about it. I do what I want. <laughs> I eat in bed a lot. And you know what? I also have kids who wet my bed like every couple of days. So my sheets get washed a lot anyway. So it doesn't even matter. doesn't even matter. And also, I mean, I'm 31, goddammit. <laughs> Shut up, Kelly. I think I pushed a button. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, the big joke in my family right now, because after Mike's commissioning party, we had this giant cake that I purposely ordered way too much of so I could have extra. And my mom and my sister are always like, of course, Katie's got cake. She's always got cake. So now Kelly's going to hear this and be like, and she's got cake. Mike brought it for a surprise. her dresser. (laughs) It's actually on my nightstand, so it's even closer to my bed. I'm going to watch Haunting of Bly Manor, eat my cake, and then I'm going to journal after. Go check out Tracy Holmeyer's episode. Y'all, check out Jenna's inclusive group because it sounds super great. And whatever, I've got cake. So peace, love, and all the things. Prioritize yourself, have your cake, and eat it too. Thanks for listening to Project Healing. (laughs) 